This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities and organisations that we mention. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Our Circle. I'm Jess. I'm Rhiannon. And today we're talking about feeling lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just so so relevant to me at the moment. Um, I wanted to record this episode because it's just my current state of mind is that I don't know what I'm doing, who I am, to be honest, a complete identity crisis. This is something that everyone feels as well. And yeah, I've said it Especially before. Especially in their I'll 20s. Say, yeah, I'll say, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anyone who's not experienced this, congratulations. And share your secrets because yeah. <laughs> we need yeah. to figure things out. <laughs> I just wanted to come on and talk today. It's kind of like a therapy session, I guess, just get it all of my chest. And like you said, hopefully um, others can relate and um, share how they're feeling as well. Because I think talking about anything that's on your mind can help. But I think definitely talking about feeling lost and other people relating to you makes you feel like that's fairly normal yeah Um, definitely yeah it just makes you feel like there are other people in the same boat as you and yeah so it's not only the whole being in my 20s and not figuring like not knowing what my career path is going to be but also I feel like since becoming a mum and I know not not all of our listeners will be able to relate to this but since becoming a mum I feel like I've completely lost my identity this is something that people talk about 100% but I just don't think you realize it until you're in that boat. You're like, hang on, no, there are all these things that I love. And surely that that's not just going to go away. Like when, when you have a kid, like you're not just going to completely disappear, but I feel like maybe things that I love before, I just don't, haven't had enough hours in the day to be able to do, or like the opportunity to be able to do myself and sort of throw myself into that passion anymore, which then has resulted in me feeling like, wait at the end of the day when I'm sat down and I've got time to myself like what is it that what am I going to do I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> like I yeah. feel like my whole identity at the moment is based around being a mum and it's so weird I, you know some days I'm like wait there's nothing wrong with that that's just my life right now and there's no shame in that there's nothing that's okay to identify as as a parent that's all mm. right that is a pretty big part of life if you have a child yeah <laughs> but part of, part of me is almost like I don't know I just feel a bit of pressure to be like my own person as well and try and figure that out because I'm like well I know I'm not just Mila's mum I'm Jess and what who is Jess like what does Jess like what does Jess want to become what does she you know it's so hard I've got I've got a degree I know what I'm interested in but I just no idea how to get there when I'll get there if I'll get there (laughs) or if I'll just completely change my mind you know it's scary (laughs) I think there's an element here of you know it's the unknown isn't it like we don't know what our future is so therefore we're having to navigate in the fucking dark pretty much it feels like we're going into it it always makes me think of um that sex in the city uh quote of Samantha saying it's like the blind leading the fucking blind like we're (laughs) (laughs) we're all trying to like navigate this thing called life and so much of it is us constantly feeling lost hoping and just desperately wanting some answers to things that unfortunately as much as we want it we're not going to get the answers we have to create the answers for ourselves which is 
just so not helpful like let's be honest it's it's not helpful and and even though it's so true when people say you know time will tell or everything in time or it just takes time it's incredibly true and so fucking annoying like Mm. having to be reliant on something that provides you no comfort like no immediate comfort is so Mm. frustrating to me so I think in your position being a mother way whenever you get time to yourself and then you're like well now what do I do with it let alone thinking about even more time in the future sort of thing I think I think that must be really overwhelming I can understand why you're feeling lost at the moment I mean I can relate to feeling lost without being a mother let alone having that on top of everything yeah and I think I guess throwing the pandemic in there is also (laughs) massive because it's been like staying at home for yeah well the pandemic what feels like forever yeah the pandemic did the the unthinkable it stopped time but yet Mm. even though it you know quote-unquote stopped time we're still actually living so it's like okay well hang on like days are going by now like of my life where I'm not feeling Mm. like I'm progressing anywhere or, or whatever and I, I saw a post actually literally before we recorded this saying you're not meant to grow through what you go through just being okay and existing is enough sort of thing mm. so I it's sort of like that balance of you are fine with what you are doing now you don't actually you're not required to do any more but then mm. the part of you that's like yeah but I want more like I yeah. want to be doing more and that leaves you feeling really lost or confused I yeah think. We've spoken about this lots recently. We've just recorded an episode prior to this about societal pressures. And there's kind of another one that's kind of cropped up for me that I've been feeling a lot recently is for some reason it not sitting with me well that I'm not working at the moment and earning money, Mm. even though my days are filled with looking after and raising a child. Yeah, you're not lying on a beach sipping cocktails every day. (laughs) I know I'm not on holiday and I'm not sort of you know doing luxurious pampering things all the time but for some reason I'm still trying to get my head around that that's okay right now and that that's a very important job even though it's one that's not bringing in money and it's not paid and I don't think it's recognized very much I, I that it's was one of my really tough things to that I was saying to you um Jess and I've had you know off of uh, camera discussions about this many times and one of the things that I've said is I don't understand how motherhood isn't something that you put on a CV the, you gain the, a lot of skills the, but, well but the and I know you laugh when I said this but the commitment you're having to commit to something every single day and every um, hour of the day. every every <laughs> hour every second of the day and example showcase all of these skills that you've had to to learn on the job adapt to and you are constantly displaying this and and that is not by the way a, a um like a complaint or anything as such like it it's great that you're doing this it's great that you're showing this but that should be recognized that should be recognized as a skill because there's a lot of jobs that need qualities like that that are and I think being a mother transfers into jobs so I just don't understand how that's not a credible sort of thing to to note so I think think there are like set when as I've been job searching recently I have seen a couple of um specific uh job like search engines where um it's for mums so it's called like working mums or something like that yeah so I think oh that makes me um, so happy yeah I think there's they're kind of 
a lot of it is based around like these are jobs that are quite flexible around having families and things like that but I think Brilliant. also a lot of it is recognizing the skill set that mums have in ter- especially like things like multitasking I, like I was about to say the highest <laughs> quality of an employer is multitasking to me like to be able to do multiple things that's what employees want you, you want someone who's able to do it all that's yeah, a work efficiently like for example, Mila naps. I'm like, oh, what can I do in that space of time? <laughs> like, yeah. What can I fit into that <laughs> that time frame? But yeah, it's just kind of for me right now. As I'm job hunting, for anyone who doesn't know, during my maternity leave, I was made redundant due to the pandemic. So I had the intention of going back to work a year after Mila was born. In the end, but I was let go. So now it's about trying to find a job that is part time, is local in a pretty bad kind of job market at the moment it is getting a bit better now Mm. Um, but obviously I have these certain requirements because I have a child yeah even better if it was remote as well that'd be great Um, this is also a little bit of an advertisement if anyone knows (laughs) (laughs) employ me please (laughs) no but genuinely it's just kind of it's so daunting it's looking at all these jobs on like indeed or whatever job search things and just thinking oh my god am I employable these, will they, yeah am I employable do these people will they just laugh when they look at my CV or just think wait like what the hell is this girl doing <laughs> I think that I think that I, I don't know yeah. what, I guess that's an insecurity but I I wonder when people look at my LinkedIn or whatever if they just laugh yeah just think like that's not who's real gonna, who's taking this seriously like yeah, yeah, yeah I completely yeah. relate to that yeah it's and like you said it is an insecurity thing because I'm sure you know like I've spoken to recruiters before and they're like no you need to put everything on there like Mm. you know any little relatable transferable kind of skill get it on there but you just think no that's a bit silly isn't it like maybe that's well that's like when like you said with the recruiters I've I've once been told that I'm overqualified and I was thinking are you mad I'm underqualified for so many yeah to be skilled is qualified as in an untrained skill so like like multitasking like being reliable like you know all all these things that employers want those are skills those are skills Mm. those are are employable skills yeah so you know I just to anyone out there who's feeling the same please please let us know that you're feeling this way that we're not alone (laughs) definitely Um, I do you know I think a lot of people so I'm speaking on the non-parental side of of feeling lost mm -hmm. I relate to it a lot from a perspective that I've always known in some way what I've wanted to do. And that's always been in the entertainment industry. And that is its own minefield because it's not guaranteed. It's not certain. It's not stable. It's not reliable. It's it's many of the things that you would have think would or thought would be awful for someone with anxiety. <laughs> um, mm. But that's what I've always wanted to do. But that's meant that a lot of my existence makes me feel like I'm questioning it that I'm you know what what am I doing that that question of am I employable or reliable and stuff like that because Mm. my skills are niche (laughs) 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 because they are you know in certain fields that I'm I'm a creative person you know I'm I'm a creator I'm 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 in that field so when I'm then trying to apply for jobs just for a sake of income this is prior to um starting the business and stuff I I felt really crap I felt really crap like applying for administration roles and not getting them immediately because yeah. you know I, I did it mostly through uh, recruiters and stuff or agencies mm-hmm. I would feel so crap 
by not hearing back and I, I understand that that's also the job market um yeah you know not everyone can respond but there's an element where I'm like well this is just rude you could send at least an automated thing saying no sorry you didn't get it because if you're applying it it takes a lot out of you it's draining to apply for jobs it could take a whole day just to do one application you want trying to do it well and then to just get a no I mean yeah it's it's just long so I feel like not even having to think about the parental side of things just as yourself Mm. navigating life it there's so much of feeling lost and sometimes it's not even work related sometimes it's just about being my own person I'm like do I like this no I don't but is that okay like it's just you know questioning things and I'd be a bit ridiculous to say that I don't compare because I do I do compare but not in the way where I'm like oh they have this and I don't sort of thing but when you see other people with their shit together or what appears to be their shit together you're sort of like what have I done that's wrong or like how have I not what what step did they get that I completely missed or something like what talk did they have that I wasn't a part of where they've they're suddenly okay with whatever decision they're doing in their life and I'm still here sort of thing and I think for Mm. me as well I think I have a lot of I wouldn't say issues but the the fact that I still live with my parents and I'm in my Mm. 20s I think that plays on me a lot not because I don't um, like living with my parents or that I don't get on with my parents or whatever I love my parents I love our house but I'd never pictured that I would be 26 still living with them but the fact of the matter is I'm not doing a job that is a regular income at the moment at all and so mm. that isn't going to be able to get me a house it's not going to be able to help me rent anywhere really at the moment and that's okay I'm fine with that but I have to keep reminding myself that it's a lot of daily affirmations yeah. of self-reassurance and I think mm. it's quite tiring reminding yourself I think sometimes it does help having these conversations with other people yeah you're doing the right thing like you're you're, you're fine you are good and everything mm. you want to achieve eventually down the line will happen too I would never like the thought of telling you Jess it's okay to be a mum and that's all you're going to be like that's okay like accept that, that that's absolutely fine I would never say that to you because I'm like well no because I believe that you're actually able to do more if you wanted to just be a mum for the rest of your life mm-hmm. that would be amazing too but I know that you have other aspirations and I don't yeah. doubt for a second that you won't do those so I just think mm. You have to, I think we all have to uplift each other in moments like this. Yeah. I think another thing I struggle with is kind of, so recently I um, was contacted by a previous um, employer Mm. um, about a role that was opening up at work and it was a full-time role. I was like, I'm definitely going to interview for it. I was like, I'm definitely going to do it. And then I sort of mulled over it for, for the weekend before speaking about um, an interview date the next week. And I was just in tears, like constantly for days, because I was just, at first I was like, this is amazing. Like, first of all, financially, be amazing to have two incomes coming in, but also amazing for me because, you know, I do have days where I'm like, this day is so monotonous. This day is so, it's just all, all about me, Lauren, actually there might be, there's a time that will go, come at some point where I will be doing something for myself and um, I won't just identify as a mum. There'll be something else that requires me mm. doing something. I don't know how, how else to explain it, but I was crying because it was going from 18 months at home to full-time work, which is like zero to a hundred. 
Mm. And that was such a massive debate for me in my head. It was terrifying. Like, yeah, it's terrifying. And it's just like also a huge decision, personal decision that I had to make for my well-being because I was like, this is going to be really detrimental on me. Like I will return back to work upset every day and feeling like I'm missing out on so much with Mila. Mm. To have to let that opportunity go by when I wanted something for a while was really really hard to make but I remember saying to you really that I felt really empowered after making that decision Mm. though because I felt like hang on this is the first time in quite a long time that I've taken my well-being and my own feelings and put them first put them first before my family before any expectations from anyone else which which, by the way to everyone you are entitled and allowed to do you are allowed yeah. to put yourself first. This is something that I keep working through on therapy. I get told in every session I have, like, you need to learn to put yourself first. And I don't, yeah. it's a really alien concept. But the thing is, in doing so, like Jess has just exampled and displayed, it's actually good for you. Like, this is a good example of doing something for yourself to help mm. better your your well-being, your mentality. And in, in turn, that will show and reflect on Tamila and to Joe and 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 your life yeah I mean I had many conversations with Joe and he said like at the end of the day I would worry he said like he would worry about me going back to work full-time my mental health deteriorating mm. and then I'm not going to be any use to anyone <laughs> let alone <laughs> myself like if yeah. I'm going to be you know upset and in a really bad place mentally at work but also in the little time that I have with my family like mm. what's the point in that it's not worth any you know more money coming in just for that I think me listening so, as well to you when after you'd made that decision instantly you sounded like a different person like you just felt it like you sounded so much not that you sounded like a hysterical person at all but you, <laughs> you know you would sound very nervous and anxious and upset and, and mm. quite worried about all of the unknown factors and then when you're taking it into your own hands you said actually no I'm not going to do this you just sounded so calm and comfortable like happy with that decision content is probably the better word to use and that made me think okay that's definitely the right choice for you because that doesn't mean that there isn't something else out there that's going to be better suited to you like you said something part-time something that could be remote you know something else so I feel like if anything after that decision I've almost had like a new kind of kick up the bum kind of surge of confidence because I was like okay wait I'm back in control again Mm. and I've done like a few applications since then and are continuing to look and I just feel a bit more content with saying no to things so I'll Mm. see a job and be like okay yeah that's nearby that's near me but actually that really doesn't suit me right now that doesn't really suit my family yeah so that's okay I can let that one go by I think it's also as much as um people say say you know say yes to everything and take every opportunity I think there's actually nothing wrong with also letting an opportunity pass you by I agree if you don't think that the time is right I think that obviously we're conscious as well that not everyone is in that position that sometimes you do just have to take jobs just because of your situation oh I am so privileged by the way (laughs) like (laughs) to be in a situation where I've been made redundant but that's okay like yeah. for our family financially for example is just mind blowing and i'm in a very very fortunate position where i haven't had to rush back to work mm. so i can see why someone listening to this would be like 
what is this girl's problem like, no 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 because no, everything is <laughs> relative let's put that out there everything is relative everyone has their own struggles of course everyone has different um degrees of that and whatever but it's all relative I think though for anyone who is in certain um feelings of loss whether it's in career or their own personal stuff even if it is a career thing where you know like we just said they that they can't say no to an opportunity that's fine I think the the mental prep of this isn't necessarily forever though you don't have to think that okay mm. I really need this job because I'm I'm in this financial position you might not be in this financial position though forever like this this will be a moment for now and then we move you know and I think that's sort of what we have to sort of take and I think everyone's timeline is different I don't mean in life I just mean when when you do stuff so you know how we were saying or you were saying you have this expectancy of having stuff together for your 20s and then some people like for me I'm like I've got over that I'm like no I know I'm not gonna have things together for my 20s and I'm like but in my head I'm like I keep hearing online or whatever that 30s are it and I have now this almost like built up fear what if I have shit together by my 30s you know like what if I just don't get it together so it's I think it's gonna always be an ongoing battle with ourselves with these moments of feeling lost and that is purely based on the fact that we don't have set answers for the future it, it is very much about the unknown and that is scary for a lot of us I just wish I was one of those people who could just go with the flow be like you know what <laughs> <laughs> but that's so weird isn't it because I feel like I'm also someone who's like everything happens for a reason but that's always in retrospect yeah so like at the time I'm like oh my god I have no idea what's coming next this is so so scary or change is happening um and you'd think as someone who's experienced quite a lot of change that I have got better with it but I'm you're definitely incredible, not but you're very not... very adaptable like very adaptable even though you don't I've learned like I'm more I'm more resilient than I thought I was yeah um but then in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, everything happens for a reason. I, you know, I'm here today because of it's supposed to be like this. Um, but I, I, feel like I hope definitely after as well, because I feel like beforehand, I think my anxiety is it is based on a timeline for me. Mm-hmm. So because my for anyone who hasn't I don't actually I don't know if I have discussed it or not. Okay, I'll put it out there. So my biggest anxiety is like death anxiety. So a lot of my feelings of anxiousness or whatever comes from somehow me linking it to death. Like opportunities, if something comes up, I'm like, I've only got one life, I need to make the most of it. So what do I need to do? Okay, is this going to get me here? And then if, if suddenly one pathway that I've taken almost feels like it's deterred me away from that end goal or something. So for example, like, being successful in entertainment or something and I'm here like let's say right now my current feeling is okay I'm trying to be an artist I'm not getting a lot of money right now fuck (laughs) like I'm I'm not getting anywhere closer what am I doing that's because of my impatience like I'm I'm like ah like I I need to get here and I'm 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 here but I can't really move any quicker because I really like this part here help 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 sort of thing and and that's Mm. sort of for me it's it's this constantly wanting to move and I'm being constantly I mean Jess keeps reminding me I'm being told to wait for so many things like my life feels like it's very much a waiting game while still living and that's Mm. so confusing for me it makes me feel very lost Mm. it's such a hard thing to sit with that you're not at a place that you want to be and trying to like be told that you should be enjoying the moment yeah yeah and feeling like that's just letting that go by do you know what I mean it's just Mm. it's so hard to sit with that feeling yeah yeah on a more positive note I feel like I'm starting to like figure out that 
it's okay to to be interested in mum things it's okay to have that side of me as well that is still part of my identity I've accepted that um <laughs> I'm welcome that she's allowed <laughs> yeah okay fine you can come in um yeah and just kind of embracing that a bit more so recently this is going to be the dedication of this episode um I have created a page called Mila Joy and me on Instagram and on there is kind of just putting in all of my baby related motherhood related interests onto that page trying to be as honest and open and real as possible but also showing the pretty things like Mila's outfits maybe and also putting in my new love for cooking as well which I've sort of discovered in the past year so um yeah I'd really appreciate it if you guys could go and follow that page and please comment on this video or on our posts and let us know if you're feeling lost I'm sure we'll all come together and be like totally understand how you're feeling Mm. Um, and also if you felt like that but you're not feeling like that anymore and what you've kind of maybe accepted or things that have helped you cope with feeling that way that would be really appreciated (laughs) (laughs) especially (laughs) I completely agree I think if we can have as many of you trying to uplift one another as well as us and we'll absolutely do the same we'd much much appreciate it but thank you very much for listening please make sure to like and subscribe to our youtube channel please make sure to stream on spotify and apple Podcasts. share on instagram and all those great things and we'll see you for our next episode bye Bye.